Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. What's up, you beautiful human? Today, we're going to be talking all about all or nothing thinking. And I'm not 100% sure exactly where this conversation is going to go, if I'm being honest. Um, I'm not sure if it's just going to be like, I see you, I understand you kind of episode and talking about that, or if we might end up with some tactical things along the way. I'm kind of just winging it here. So I also want to share like a mindset shift that I had that has really helped me get over that like all or nothing thinking that zero or 100% kind of mindset because it's not helpful. So before we hop in, I do want to remind you that during the entire month of April, April, 2023, I am doing $30 coaching calls leading up to my birthday, which is May 7th and I'm turning 30. So, um, they likely will not be this cheap for at least another year, maybe never again. I'm not really sure. But if you have been thinking about coaching and you're just not sure if it's right for you, if the monetary investment has been a barrier, I completely understand. Um, So this would be a really easy way to test it out, see how it goes, and just know if it's right for you without having to spend a lot of money. Okay, so getting into it. ADHD, a lot of people have all or nothing thinking. (laughs) That sentence like didn't even make sense. My brain, guys. (laughs) Okay, this is a perfect example of me not being all or nothing right now, okay? So, my in-laws are currently here. It's Easter. Like, I'm I'm doing this the night before so that I can get this out to you Monday morning. And I could be really dramatic and be like, nope, I have to wait until I have, like, this well-thought-out episode and I need to, like, outline it and then I need to go sit in the closet by myself later tonight when nobody is here and I have calmed myself down and I've made my drink and I'm like in the zone but that's really not necessary to make this happen and honestly this podcast has kind of been like a project for me in a way of proving to myself that I don't have to do things in that all or nothing mindset because you guys know I'm very upfront with you in how I'm recording these episodes and I haven't missed a single episode yet I put out two every single week occasionally I even have a bonus episode out And sometimes my episodes are like amazing, well thought out. It's great. And sometimes they're last minute, just like I need to get something out, rambling all over the place. And both of them are completely fine. And to be totally honest, a lot of times the episodes that I don't have this like beautiful strategy all laid out for are the ones you guys email me about. And you're like, oh my God, this episode made me feel so seen. It's like you're inside my brain. And so I, it's just like proven to me over and over again that I don't have to do something 100% for it to be good enough. Now, along with that, another thing that kind of shifted my mindset about this was, I'm sorry, I keep wanting to burp. 
Uh, okay. Anyway, another thing that shifted this for me was a few years back, I had cooked a dinner and it was just like inedible. Like it was awful. Like we just, there was no, I don't even remember what it was, but it was terrible. And at first I was really ticked off about it. And then I was like, you know what? Even amazing professional chefs screw up a meal every now and then. Like, why do I think that I'm going to cook every single meal, like, beautifully from here until the day I die? Like, that's so silly. And when I thought about it in something like that, where, like, okay, cooking, like, that's not even a career or anything for me. I do it multiple times a week, usually more than once a day. But, like, of course I'm going to screw that up sometimes. And that's fine. And the people who even do it all day, every day are going to screw it up too. And when I thought about that, then it made me think about all these other things. And it's like, why do I think I'm going to have a 100% track record with literally anything? Like if I think about any area of my life, no matter how hard I've tried, I've never had a 100% perfection track record. Even like if you take all the way back to school and like I got a's a lot of the time but even like getting to the end of that quarter to have an a doesn't mean that everything was a perfect 100% up until then like I would screw up a project or I would get a b here or there or whatever it doesn't matter but like along the way even if it turned out to be an a at the end it wasn't perfect leading up to it and so when I think back to that about how I literally don't have a 100% track record in any area of my life It can make me like stop for a second and get realistic when I start going down a negative spiral of like, oh my God, why are you like this? Why are you like Okay, the other piece of that left my brain. (laughs) This is why it's nice to have notes in front of you um, and to be, you know, well thought out and great. Mm, Whatever, I'm sure it'll come back. And even if it doesn't, it's fine because look, right, we're not, we're not trying to be perfect here. So if you think about this, we know we don't have a 100% track record in anything. So when we're facing something that has us paralyzed because we don't know if we're going to be able to do it up to our standards or for whatever the other reason is, like whatever it is, it's holding you back from even giving it a little bit, like just stop for a second and think about it. Do you have a perfect track record in literally anything, anything at all? And here's the other part too. You probably hold yourself to higher standards than many other people do because of your neurodiversity and because of the things that you've already walked through, you hold yourself to a standard that is higher than other people's. So the thing came back to me. See, I knew it would come back to me. If I would have sat there and freaked out and tried to focus harder, it would have, it would have stayed away. Came back because I said, you know what, whatever, let it go, move on. So the other piece of this that really helped prove this to me is that again, like back to that higher standard thing. When I was doing custom art for people, I would, well, it took me a while to get here, but I finally got to the point. I heard it from uh, somebody else. I can't remember his name right now, but he said that he would send out his art when it was at 70% in his brain because 70% in his brain was usually 100% in whoever the client was. And like, he knew that that last 30%, like the 70% wasn't that he actually did a crappy job. It's that he didn't sit there and nitpick and try to perfect every little detail on it. The tiniest of details that other people aren't even going to notice. 
So instead of trying to be at 100% all the time, why don't you try to get yourself to your 70% and just see how that goes? Obviously, don't be a ding dong, like apply this in areas where it's reasonable and safe. Like, please don't start, you know, driving at 70% accuracy (laughs) because that's not going to do anybody any good. But when it comes to small things, even like just caring for your house, how many of you want everything to look perfect like no one lives there or you're just like, yeah, screw it and you just let it go forever. And the other part of that too, like let's go to the flip side. So like we have the one side of like, let's be accepting and like just do the best we can. And along with that, let's also sometimes just embrace that natural cycle that comes up for us. Sometimes you're just going to let things kind of get out of hand until you have a chance to fully overhaul it. And as long as no one is being harmed in that and it's working for you and it's working with the people who live with you, what's the problem with that? You know, sometimes I think that we live in what we like, how do I want to say this? Sometimes I feel like we live out these rules and stuff in the way that we think we're supposed to be living instead of the way that actually works for us. And what if we just stopped and like had radical acceptance for ourselves and so much grace and so much self-awareness that we figured out what actually works for us and then we just embraced it. And we didn't care how it looked to other people because if it's functional for us, what does it matter? All right, that's really all I got. I'm not sure where else this is going to go. So, you know, I like to keep all of our episodes short and sweet and to the point. So that's all I'm going to share today. But I would love to get a chance to work with you personally. Um, If that's something that you think is right for you, I would think by the time you've listened to a couple of my episodes, you probably know if we're going to vibe or not. And I would love to come hang out with you leading up to my birthday. So if that's something you're interested in, just send me an email. It's always in the episode description, um, unless I forget it, which is rare these days, but (laughs) it should be there. So I'd love to talk to you about that and get you all set up. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful, fabulous, wonderful day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.